You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, we weren't sure what we were going to talk about, you know, before this game. And we had some we have some good things to talk about after today's win. Finally, a one one win on this road trip. Last day. We're back in the saddle mm-hmm. again. You're back from Tampa. I am. The Rockies have won a game. Yes. The vibes are definitely much better. Around here. Denver, the NVR bar, in everywhere. Here. Yes. Right here. Yes. I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves. (laughs) But, yeah, the vibes have improved significantly from a couple of hours ago. Yeah, when you win a game, that definitely changes. And and how they were not winning with another late home run given up by the bullpen. We'll get into all of that. But, of course, let's start off series by the stats, Susie. What do you want to talk about first? What do I want to talk about first? Is it the number 50? That's the total stolen bases, the the Rockies have uh, stolen this year, mm-hmm. second fewest in all of MLB. Is it six there? Six game losing streak. How about six, six, six? First team in modern era to hold a lead in the sixth inning or later for six straight games and lose all six. Let's talk about that one. Six, because, six, six. Uh, that was, uh, that's brutal. That is insane. And yeah, it's uh, fun to see the numbers, history repeating itself. It's like, oh, this game feels familiar. I watched it yesterday. No, yeah, that's exactly what happened. That was really hard uh, on this road trip from the, the, the way it had gone. You know, they mm-hmm. didn't go on six. They win one game. Uh, would have been the seventh time ever in franchise history that they had gone 0-6 on the road. They once went 0-7. And you know, we'd been talking about it even kind of before the week started. Are they going to go 0-6? And, and you say, well, they could have won a lot of these games. They wouldn't have gone 6-0. I mean, that would have been crazy but against these were, two teams. But, but they were it, leading all of them. Patrick, there's an alternate universe somewhere <laughs> where the Rockies went 6-0 and in these games. Because they true. were in Fact. every single one of these games. And keep in mind, I mean, the Orioles are the second best team in all of baseball. The Rays, the fourth best team in all of baseball. So for them to be in that many games, you know, I guess good for them. Is that a silver lining? But to lose in the ways that they have lost the past several games, oof, oof. Yeah, no, that, that that's a great point, just about being in the game. So the offense was there. The offense was scoring runs. They weren't, like, totally shut down. Uh, they did lose on Friday and Saturday to an identical 5-4 to four score. Mm-hmm. Today's score was 5-4. So, I mean, they're— no. What was the final score? 4-3. Four, 4-3? Three. Four, three? Yes. See, there you go. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you I'm getting ahead of myself. Just the 5-4. That's it. I just can't not see 5s and 4s. And 6s. <laughs> three of them. 
back to back That's to back. That's an evil number. So we actually do need to bring some sage into the clubhouse tomorrow. Well, they broke it. They've they broke the curse. Evil, I think a little evil bit. Evil number with a win. And and the pitching, the starting pitching was was really solid all week. I mean, you know, this losing streak does date back to last Sunday against the White Sox. Now they had won the first two games uh, against the White Sox at Coors, but then the previous two mm-hmm. bullpen blew those games as well against Arizona. So it's very much been this this common theme, and it's kind of I don't know symmetrical or just it's just it just fits so well that yeah. it, this all happens and it all gets started after they trade away two relievers at the deadline. And yeah, those two guys are coming back to Coors Field in the form of Pierce Johnson and Brad Hand mm-hmm. starting on Monday. So. You know, that, that's what happens when you trade away guys at the deadline. People need to step up. They may or may not be ready for it. Mm-hmm. We know the bullpen has been taxed. Yeah. It's just how it that, goes. That's really the question because yeah. obviously this was one of the best bullpens in all of baseball, mm-hmm. you know, just a couple of months ago. And then people just forget so quickly. They're like, ah, oh, this guy sucks. That guy sucks. I'm like, no, like his arm's probably about to fall off. Like they pitched so much at the start of the season. The bullpen was the star of the show earlier this season. Uh, And now of course that's not the case. They would be at 90 losses if the bullpen wasn't as good as it had been Mm -hmm. early on in the season. Exactly. They they would have been neck and neck with the Oakland athletics for the worst record. Gosh, like don't even get me started. I thought going into the season and I said it, that the bullpen would be the backbone of this team. I had some worries about the starting rotation then it, that, that went past what anyone could have expected with all the mm-hmm. injuries. You know, the offense had its question marks. But I thought there's a lot of really good veteran relievers. I thought Justin Lawrence would take a step forward. He obviously has. Daniel Bard, more of a step back. But even still, bullpen was going to be the backbone. And they were just worn down so much early on in the season, as mm-hmm. you said. And then you lose two guys to the trade deadline. That's just kind of how it goes. And you're just uh, just throwing it out there, seeing... Someone's got to be able to get an out. And and some of that is baseball. I mean, That's maybe baseball. Maybe they lose still like four or five of those games instead of it being a, a six-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. But you don't lose all of them in that fashion mm-hmm. that late in a game. It, it just doesn't go down that way exactly. Rotation really good, uh, as I said. Yeah. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Tie block today on a Sunday. Mwah. That's You'll right. Love to see it against his former team, he goes seven innings, only gives up one run, mm-hmm. three hits, strikes out a career high seven. That's really solid for him. Yeah, that that's amazing. Love to see that. He's been so reliable, especially these last few starts. He gave up that one home run to Cedric Mullins. That only would have been a home yeah. run in you know maybe like twenty two out of thirty ballparks. I think I saw okay. so. You know, I, I will accept it. That one earned run, seven innings. Oh, amazing. Doesn't get the win because, again, Jake Bird gave up that uh, two-run home run there late uh, against pitch hitter Ryan O'Hearn. Baltimore has a lot of guys named Ryan. Too many, in fact. So many Ryans. We need to investigate that. Mm. We probably need to do that. Mm. Kyle Freeland was good on Friday night. Six innings pitch, three uh, runs allowed. So, again, left with the lead there. So, quality start for him. Chris Flexen had two really good starts during the course of this losing streak. Mm -hmm. Uh, He ended up going... Into the sixth inning, five innings pitched uh, on Friday night. Tommy Doyle comes in. Those runs mostly get charged to Chris Flexen, but he did strike out seven. That was a season high for him. Who on mm-hmm. this team struck out eight in a game? It happened only one time this year that a starter struck out eight games. Can you possibly recall 
who that was. Was it Kyle Freeland? You would be correct. Okay. Very nice. <laughs> My go. guess was Herman Marquez going into this. Like, oh, Marquez probably did at least once. No, uh, well, Freeland say, has it. I don't it. think Marquez pitched enough this season. It's true. For hey, that to happen. I mean, one outing. I mean, he had one outing and all it was takes. cut very short. I'm yeah. like, yeah, there's no way. He would have gotten eight strikeouts in like those two innings he was out there. I think there's an issue with Rocky starting pitchers right now missing bats. I went back to look, and Austin Gomber hasn't struck out eight or more in a game since last April. We get it. He's you know putting allowing hitters to put the ball in play, making mm-hmm. contact. Peter Lambert has done it twice. Hasn't done it since 2019, his rookie year. Hmm. Antonio Sinzatella, who we know is is on the IL, uh, won't be back until later next season. He's only done it once in his career. Hmm. And then you got Herman Marquez, 39 times tied with the franchise record uh, with John Gray with eight or more strikeouts in hmm. a start. Do you think this offseason, that should be kind of towards the top? They think they've got a lot of holes and a lot of things they got to figure out with this roster. But do you think they should target more of a strikeout artist in free agency. Do you need one? Because with uh, the shift being banned now, I mean, guys can get balls into play and they're not necessarily going to get on base. So maybe it's not a big deal anymore. Yeah, no, that's great. I I think that's true. And again, at Coors Field, it's hard to strike guys out. Like there's only so many Marquez and John Grays to go around. The air just doesn't work that way, Patrick. Yeah. It simply doesn't. I couldn't agree more with you on that one. Yeah, I I think you just need some good starting pitching. Uh, However they get it done is the only thing that matters. Uh, You're going to get it done with Bet365 because all you got to do is turn $1 into $200 in bonus bets when you join Bet365. Here's how you do it. Listen carefully. Download Bet365. Download the app, right? Deposit $10. Mm-hmm. Claim your $200 in bonus bets as soon as you place a bet for $1. That's it. Download the Bet365 app and use code DNVR when you sign up. They've pioneered live in-game betting, close to a million live stream events each and every year, and a proud partner of the Colorado Rockies. And they've got the baseball early payout offer. So if you're a fan of a particular team that has a bullpen that will cough up leads, whether they're you know, four runs or less. Feels personal, but just saying, a just team, saying, just a saying, team. any team could be any team. Yeah, little league team, perhaps that's still going on. Maybe we'll touch on that today. <laughs> uh, but if your team goes up by five runs or more, the Bet365 Baseball Early Payout says you are a winner. Parlay and same game parlay selections will be marked as winners. Download the app and use code DNVR365 when you sign up. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, wants help, call or text one eight hundred. Gambler, Rugby Town Sevens, man. That was this entire weekend, and it looked absolutely amazing. Infinity Park is the spot to be at. Like, anytime there's an event going on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Infinity Park is great. Rugby Sevens is just so fun, too. Like, it was just, what a commotion this weekend, in the best way. And it was cool, because you had all all these different armed forces going against each other. Marines, Mm -hmm. Air Force. That was a cool element. Uh, I know Adam and, uh, you know, Colton Strickler was there. Mm Mm-hmm. So many, yeah. uh, they rolled out their red carpet. They even had on their big scoreboard DNVR. They had the big logo out there. It looked they awesome. They better shout us out. We talk about oh, them yeah. a lot now. I'm just kidding. Yeah, go over to AmericanRaptors.com. Get tickets. All of their events are, they start at $10. Children 12 and under, they get in for free. It's just a great spot, too, where, again, if you want to learn a new sport, check out the Rugby 101s on DNVR Rugby. Um, but if you're just looking for a place to go and watch a sporting event, even if you don't know a ton about it, mm-hmm. Infinity Park is as beautiful as it gets. Yes. Now, Hunter Goodman is a beautiful young man. Hunter Goodman. can all say that. You could not ask for... It would be hard to ask for a better debut day than Hunter Goodman had today. Pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great. Now, his, his uh, fly ball in his first at-bat 
would have, would have homered, would have donged in four ballparks. Uh. Just hits it to the <laughs> deepest part of the of the ballpark, of course, 394 feet to center field. But you see the dude's got some pop. Had two hits today, including mm-hmm. an RBI single uh, at one point. And then in the ninth, scores the winning run. Does a nice job doing that. Got a good jump on that uh, ground out uh, game-winning RBI by Elias Diaz. And makes a diving grab to end the game and snap the losing streak. It's a good day. Thank you, Hunter Goodman. A good day to be Hunter Goodman. A good day to be a Hunter Goodman fan. <laughs> that catch to end the game yes. was insane because it just happened so fast. The cameras couldn't even keep up. All of a sudden, bam. Bang, bang. Game well, over. That's the story of this guy's career. Like, you can't keep up. He's moving on. He's ready for the next thing, Mm -hmm. even if other people maybe aren't giving him that opportunity. Dude had 33 home runs in the minors, most this entire year. Mm -hmm. It was tied with a guy named Luke and Baker for the Cardinals, who I think hit one with St. Louis this weekend. So he has 34, one in the big leagues. And I was thinking back, I think Luke and Baker was one of those players that when Ken Rosenthal first announced that Nolan Arenado was getting traded to the Cardinals, Luke and Baker was one of those names that was floating around as like, oh, this could be one of the guys. He was not, unfortunately. Yeah, no, they held on to him. Uh, too bad the uh, Cardinals got swept this weekend. Just like, want to throw that out there. Too bad, so sad? Too bad, so sad. Oh, okay. Too uh, bad, so sad. So the story of, you'll like this, Susie, the story okay. of Hunter Goodman getting called up. You'll this like this. Is, oh, you, I was going to say, um, I heard um, Kelsey had a great interview yes. with uh, his family. Um Hunter Goodman sounds like a very interesting man. But, yeah, tell the story. He is. Yeah, they're in uh, OKC, uh, Oklahoma City. That's where the Isotopes have been uh, putting a beat beat down Mm -hmm. on the OKC Dodgers, which is uh, nice to see. Good for them. Uh, Because payback can be a you-know-what. So he's having lunch with his entire family at Texadelphia, which is a place that serves cheesesteaks. So right there. Come on, they've Hunter got Goodman. Good taste. They've got good taste. They've got great taste, right? I so, hope those cheesesteaks are okay. I can't <laughs> say they have my blessing, but you know. Have you been to Oklahoma City? Do you frequent? Oklahoma City is one of the five states, or Oklahoma, the <gasps> state, is no. one of the five states I haven't been to. Really? Yeah. There Get are out. five states that I haven't been to, and two of them border the state that I currently live in. Like, it's hilarious. I would. I do actually want. I want to get back to this, but I'm genuinely curious. What are the five states you've never been to? Oklahoma. Okay, so Oklahoma. I've never been to Utah. Okay. I have not been to either Dakota, and <laughs> okay. I have not been to Alaska. That's a two-pack. Maybe we'll just count that as one. No. Wow, man, okay. No, no. So, yeah, so I'm really close to hitting all 50 states. Okay. Yeah, that that's doable. Yeah, you got it this, this off-season. Go out to Moab. Drive across the state a little bit and then check that one off. You know your what? List. Yeah, be cool. I feel like I can definitely see a Utah road trip in my future. Yes. Uh, I gotta figure out like I have to go to, to hit up Oklahoma. I think I basically need to like go to an Isotopes game on the road. Kinda. Well, here's the thing is that if they can they can finish in second place in their division in the Pacific Coast League. That's going to get them into the postseason, and they'll probably be playing. Well, no, I know they'll be playing in Oklahoma City that first mm-hmm. round. Yeah, I don't know if the Rockies will be home that that week or whatever. I'd be willing to hold down the fort in order for you to oh. check off a state and to cover a and postseason. And also to cover, like you know, to do our job. I mean, I'm going to live vicariously through you while, yeah. while you're there covering a postseason. This uh, is birth. this is something that is actually in the realm of possibility. We'll work on that. We'll We're going to work that. on it. We're going to talk about it. I do have an Albuquerque trip coming up. Okay, nice. Yeah. So uh, our guy. Hunter Goodman. Let's he's, talk about Hunter he's with Goodman. his family, is his fiance. He gets a call. He sees that it's his manager, Pedro Lopez. And what does he do? He leaves to take the phone call. <laughs> like, like, come on, you you know what that calls? He's like, excuse me, and he goes out very polite, comes back in, big smile on his face. His family knows 
it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelsey did ask. I know pregame, uh, a few other people were there. You know, where is his most comfortable position defensively? Because, you know. He does it all. As the tweets come out, you're like, oh, he does it all. You're like, he can catch. He can play first base. He's an outfielder. Obviously, he can DH. Mm-hmm. But what does he feel most comfortable with? Now, he was a catcher in college. You know, he's kind of drafted as a catcher. But he hasn't been playing that much. So, he yeah. did say first base. He's a little bit more comfortable defensively mm-hmm. than catcher. And then, as far as the outfield goes, left field and then right field. I actually made a really nice catch, I want to say, Friday night uh, for the Isotopes mm-hmm. in right field. So, We'll we'll see what happens with him. Uh, I did want to know, curious because you you saw Chris Bryant taking some ground balls yeah. with a first baseman's mitt mm-hmm. in Tampa Bay. Still has this some kind of bandage or splint still sure. on his uh, finger. By the way, when Chris Bryant comes back, what will we see him as? Will he be a first baseman? Will he be an outfielder? Will he be a DH or option four? Does he still somehow possibly not come back this season? See, part of me is like, okay, wait, no, no, I think we'll see him again this season. Okay, I think, I think he'll, so too. I think he'll be an outfielder. Oh, okay. We have so many first basemen. It, it's true, yeah. You know? Tons. We have so many. We're stacked with them. We have almost a we baker's have, dozen. We have, we've got Tolia, we've got mm-hmm. Montero, Hunter Goodman. Like, we have so many first basemen. He'll we, da- and like also now we're down a, an outfielder in Jerks and Profar since he's been released. Yeah, that was a corresponding move. Mm-hmm. That's right. Jerks and Profar got released. Yeah. Kind of surprised a little bit, but not shocked. It's just like, he yeah, pl- someone's got to come off the someone's roster. Someone's got to. Right. And, you know, he uh, definitely has been playing a ton since no. he got injured. Dodger Stadium claimed another dude. Yeah. We can't say that he was not taken down by Dodger Stadium. I want to say in the 11 games going into Sunday, he had only, uh, the last 11 games, he'd only started four of those mm-hmm. games. Uh, wrote about that a little bit. That's an article that's up for free at the dnvr.com. Kind of a bittersweet day for Jerickson Profar because, uh, as you can read in the article at the dnvr.com, mm-hmm. you know, his his team from Curacao is in the Little League World Series. His Little League, Pabao Little League. His in Little League Willemstad. team. Yeah, I that mean, he won a, a World Series with. He did in 2004. Mm-hmm. Went back to the championship game in, in 2005 uh, he said he even you know played with the the Pabal Little League of Williamstad Curacao he played with the manager you know oh, sent well, some gifts to those kids weird if he did it that's right uh, it's not a very big place no uh that's I mean good for good for his team but yeah I'm I we're gonna miss him yeah. he's just he's a really good presence he'd be Mr. Smile if you know Francisco Lindor didn't exist and this also mm. does allow him the opportunity on August 27th to link uh, up with the team before the end of the month is out. And then that would keep him eligible or make him eligible for the postseason should that team get into October play. So uh, anyone who's not on a roster before September 1st can't be placed on mm-hmm. you know the 26-man active roster unless there's some kind of injury. So there are you know allowances, but if you're like, hey, we need to lock this guy in, It'll be interesting to see if he signs with anybody before September 1st and if it is somebody who's in postseason contention because, you know, maybe he kind of can catch his breath. You know, he did have that that difficult start to his year. Didn't have a true spring training. Do you have a memory of Jerickson Profar? Like when we think back to the Jerickson Profar era? Oh, my god! What would it be? I mean, like he is just <laughs> like such a great presence in general. But I think um, the thing that's going to stick with me is him barely making it for the season. Yes. <laughs> That's honestly what I think of when I think of jerks and profile is, oh, we have this guy. We signed him. Where is he? I, I honestly think that's like one of the more 
embarrassing things that was it wasn't downplayed because nobody did actively but i i don't think any team had ever gone into opening day just down a guy now you may have Mm -hmm. a guy on your roster that's hurt and you're like he's day-to-day we don't need to put him on the il he'll probably get in the you know game three or four whatever it is but they literally couldn't have gone to a 26th player because he hadn't showed up he was still doing extended spring training not necessarily his fault Mm -hmm. uh but you know he signed late in spring training Eight and a half million, I want to say, was what his deal was. And, you know, I don't think the Rockies had a, a glut of outfielders, a lot, ton of options, but this was a team that, you know, wasn't really going to go anywhere. So mm-hmm. maybe you signed him in hopes to to trade him at the deadline, but that doesn't happen. And so, you know, you, you get nothing for him there, unfortunately. and Nothing. Nothing to show nada. for it. Nothing. Yeah, that was, that was not Love up. it. So fun. There uh, was a delay. This game was under three hours, okay. but it wasn't. Uh, it could have been about five minutes quicker, wouldn't you say? Um. Uh, yeah. There was a swarm <laughs> of bees. Okay. I feel like this stuff, weird stuff in the outfield, only happens to Nolan Jones. I swear to God. He all of a sudden he's like waving his arms. He's trying to talk to the umps. We're like, uh-huh. what's going on? It's a, a huge ass swarm of bees. <laughs> And he's like, how am I supposed to play out here with these bees? How am I supposed to do this? The weirdest thing. The weirdest thing. That's crazy. I think a bird also flew into the radio booth at some point that weekend as well. Oh so just gosh. Mother Nature was really just giving it to the Rockies a little bit. You know what? Um, I, I think about this all the time. Like, you know, not just in terms of nature taking over this game, but like all the weird weather we get and all the extremes. I'm like, nature does not want us here anymore. Hey. We are no longer welcome. And for everyone that's in Colorado, a good friend of mine uh, taught me a term recently. We've kind of had a fool's autumn, I would say. Oh, my gosh. A genius must have said that word to you. I, I think personally, yes. <laughs> it, with a specialty in geography, of course. Um, if you are if you need some specialty when it comes to being hurt at work and you need somebody to represent you, you got to make sure you call the folks over at Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. Oh, so sweet to hear it again. Thank you. And so sweet to say Bacchus and Shanker is going to work for free for you. Give them a call. Consult with them. It's free. They'll work on your case for free. You go to coloradolaw.net. Even easier than that, pick up your phone, 222-2222, all Tulos, and you'll find out, hey, do you have a case? If so, maybe it was a car accident, maybe it was a ride share, maybe you're on a scooter, whatever it was, give them a call. It really can't hurt at all. They got 100 folks working on these cases, 30 lawyers. They'll work on your case for free until they see a dime. And in fact, they've won their clients a lot of dollars. One billion plus with the over B. The, yeah, over the last. Not with, to be confused with the bees in the outfield. Not to be good kind of bees. The good, a good bee. The good kind of one billion bees. <laughs> yes, seriously, they they've done that. Give them a call. Find out. It can't hurt, especially if you've been injured at work. Two 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 two. Find out if you have a case because you know who wins. Vegas and Shaker. So good. So good, like, game time tickets. Yes, game time had some really good deals for the Broncos preseason game last night. Oh, really? I didn't go. I didn't go. I only went to our tailgate. But, yeah, they had some good deals. They but you're had, like, doing your homework. Like... You're doing your homework uh, to find out, to let your friends know, mm-hmm. here's what you got to do, especially if you wait closer to the start of the event. You go to a tailgate and you go, I don't even know if I'm going to this game yet. Yeah. But I want to hang out with the DNVR crew right at their tailgate you can get tickets at at, uh, Mm dnvrlocker.com whenever we got those and i'm gonna find out if i want to go to this game well if you know you're gonna drop a penny on it use code dnvr your first purchase you get 20 dollars off that or you wait closer to the start closer to kickoff closer to the 
a Dumbo drop. What do they call that when the people are coming down with the parachutes? Tiff's laughing at that one. What, what Thank is you. that called? I'm calling it the Dumbo drop. Yeah, I don't know. Parachute okay. jump, Dumbo drop. That's what it's called. Um, <laughs> waiting closer to the start of the event. Kickoff Dumbo drop. And the prices go down about 60% off the face value. That was pretty much what you were saying? Pretty much what I was seeing. Yeah, cool. they, had some, they had some good stuff going on in game time. I'll Seriously. probably use it this week at some point for some Rockies games too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why not? Over 50 million folks have downloaded the game time app and have scored the best seats to all of the best events. Got to do it. Game time. Use that code DNVR. So... The Rockies got on the board on Sunday with back-to-back singles. How the heck do you score with back-to-back singles? Here's how. You steal second base. Yeah. Ezekiel Tovar stole second second. base. You steal second and you score from second and you got to be fast like Ezekiel Tovar. Yeah, that's that's that number, of course, uh, that 50 that the Rockies have. Ronald Acuna Jr., by the way, 59 stolen bases. More than the entire Rockies. Esteri Ruiz of the A's, 49 stolen bases. Rockies I'm need to like literally going to throw up. Yes, that's a horrible stat. That's <laughs> uh, disgusting. <laughs> all right, here's some good news for you though from James. Always okay. appreciate it in the chat from everybody who reaches out. We love that. James has been doing a fantastic job lately. Thanks, James. You got to go to the Women's College Softball World Series next year. That's an OKC. I didn't know that's where they held those. Oh my that's gosh. Cool. You know what? Yeah, that is something that I need to go to. Of course, like what 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 week is that? That's the thing. True. You know. I have a lot of travel that I have to do next summer for baseball. If ABQ is there, if the isotopes are there, that, you know what, we can, I, I think we, I'll sign off on that. I'll be a write-off. So, yeah, technically covering the isotope series. And, yeah, I'm going to take in some college softball world series yeah. as well. Can't beat that. Uh, area Sharply, Colorado's beating TCU right now. Prime time, 31-10. Is that today? I mean, I know there. I mean, that's more of a prediction, to be honest. But hold on, uh, I think that might be. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's they don't it's, play it's, college it's football week. on Sunday. It's next week. I okay. did get hyped up listening to some stuff about TCU, so it did just get me like charged up of like, wait. Yeah, no, that's a that's a prediction he's dropping in the chat. I do think um, they're gonna win though. Like low key, I, I think they're gonna beat number seventeen TCU. They, they freaking better with all the hype that Deion Sanders has right now. All the hype he's drummed up. I'm like, if you don't put your money where your mouth is, I'm, I'm going to be mad. That's it. Only man to score a touchdown and a hit, a hit a home run at mile high. Mr. Dion, Neon Dion, primetime, Coach Prime, mm-hmm. Sanders. All right. We also had another debut. Justice was how, served on Saturday. We, I cannot believe we did not talk about Evan Justice yet. We are how many minutes into this podcast? Evan Justice called up from Albuquerque. We 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 love arms. We love arms. What can I say? What can I say more than we love arms and we need them? Do you like one arm better than another? Is this a trick question? <laughs> no. no. Yeah, there, there are two choices. Which arm is better than another when it comes to pitching? Um, the dominant one. <laughs> yes. And if, what if it's a what if it's a lefty dominant versus a right-handed dominant oh, pitcher? Well, of course. A lefty dominant. Let's we go. love to see that. Of course, you know, I'm a lefty too, so that's it. A little biased. They could put me in the pen. It's true. It's true. Yeah. No, he... but yeah, Evan Justice, a lefty. He's a lefty. <laughs> He's a lefty, folks. Hey, Matt Carasetti also came off the IL and then optioned to AAA. That was one that I didn't put in my notes. It was just one of those that like kind of came through a, a really quick. A lot has happened a over lot. the weekend, but also nice to see that Matt Carasetti um, yes. still exists. Because we just haven't seen him in like months. He has a locker. 
He d- well, probably not anymore. No, not now, unfortunately. <laughs> not now, but he had one this so Evan, whole time. Evan Justice, good story. I mean, the dude was only drafted in 2021, so he got to the majors quicker than Hunter Goodman. Yeah. That's that's quick. He moved through quick. Uh, been fantastic. Don't look at his numbers at Albuquerque. Look at his numbers in Hartford. Uh, actually, started the year in high A with Spokane. Yeah, he he's moved been a, up really fast. He's been really good. He's from Virginia. Debuts at... Camden Yards. Near Virginia. Gotta hope, right? You gotta yeah. hope there was a decent amount of family there. Richmond to Baltimore, three hours, I'm gonna say. It's a guess. I'm gonna say three hours. I'm gonna say two. Right. I'm gonna say two hours. Ooh, okay. It's gonna be two and a half now. Yeah, just, probably. Just so we can both. You know, it doesn't claim matter. He's super close. Obviously, his family, if I'm I'm hoping they made it. Yeah. Wouldn't have been a long travel yeah. for them. That's cool. 33rd pitcher used by the Rockies this season. It's a record. Only seven teams have used more than the Rockies this year. Now, Tampa has used 39 entering the weekend, which well, was the most. Well, di- they're, they're different. They're, they're allowed they're, to do that. They're different. <laughs> Phillies, Cubs, and Astros, again, entering the weekend had only used 23. So that got me thinking, and I'll ask you, okay. has a team ever in a season used twice as many pitchers as another team? Yes. God. Of course. Of Susie, course. You're, you're good. You just good. I feel like Tampa's already used twice as many pitchers as at least another team. <laughs> well, I just I just said that that's like I that just might be currently that, happening. Well, no, I, I just said Tampa had thirty nine and Phillies, Cubs, and Astros have twenty three. Oh, that's the lowest. But you okay. were but you were right oh, on that. Okay, you, okay. Without hesitating, I kind of misheard what you were saying before. That's but, okay because yeah. you nailed it. You nailed it. Last that's, year it was close. Cubs forty three, Astros twenty two. Twenty twenty, Marlins used thirty seven. Cleveland only eighteen. 2017 Mariners used 40, Cleveland used 20. So Cleveland loves not using a ton of pitchers. Mm-hmm. That's why we thought they'd all be healthy and they'd go to the World Series, you and I both. And it's been the opposite for their pitchers. 2014 Rangers used 41, Ooh. Nationals used 18. That year Rangers were one of only four teams to use 30 or more. So then I went back even further, happened in 19, <laughs> 1972. I love how this escalated. They all did. It ramped up because I'm like, well, maybe it's just a kind of a recent thing. Nope. It happened back in 1972. Cardinals used 22. Orioles used 11. Folks, 1972. And many of your aunts and uncles. Were there any pitchers that existed back then? Like (laughs) 11. That's insane, right? 1955 went back even further. Kansas City A's 27. New York Giants 13. Then went back to 1927. And I stopped there. But I was like, let's go really way back. Okay. New York Giants 22. The Murderer's Row New York Yankees only used 10. So, yeah. It's, That's insane. It happens. Yeah. That's nuts. Also, in 1927, which is cool, uh, baseball reference and, you know, Major League Baseball said, hey, the Negro Leagues, that's ma- that was the Major Leagues, too. They weren't given that opportunity. We're mm-hmm. going to treat that like a Major Leagues. So all of those records count as well. So all of those Negro League teams, Negro National League teams, yeah. actually showed up when I looked at 1927. That's awesome. And that's the first time something like that I've like noticed. So I was geeked up about that. So looking at those you numbers. Just ha- what a day of stats <laughs> you had. You got yourself all hyped up. I mean, it was like 20 minutes, but it was. I've relived it in my head like many, many times. Oh, my so, gosh. Uh, St. Louis Stars in 1927 used 14 pitchers in 98 games because they they had weird schedules and they yeah. weren't able to play all of them. Yeah. But the Chicago American Giants in 89 games only used six in 1927. Oh my god! Six guys for 89 games. Dude, That's awesome. Those dudes must have been beasts. Yeah. Those six pitchers. Oh my gosh! My rotator cuff hurts just like <laughs> thinking about. 
all of that. See, that's the thing. And back in the day that the old timers will tell you, they pitched without rotator cuffs and they were fine. <laughs> and they didn't go on the IL. It was fine. You know, <laughs> they had to walk uphill both ways back and forth to school. They also had to pitch uphill. Back in the day, the mound was actually uh, concave, right? <laughs> Instead of it being convex right now. Rockies with Justice and Goodman have now used 55 players. Seventh most in the majors tied right now. Tied for most in franchise history. So the next guy that gets called up, boom, most players used in Rockies history. Do you history. think another guy will get called up? I'm saying yes. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say three. I'm going to say three more. You're going to say, actually, that's, right? I'm going to, you know what, just for the sake of being different, I'm going to say four more guys get called up this season. Ooh, you're taking the over I'm on that. I'm taking the over. So here's the thing. It, rosters expand two more guys but if you look at the triple a roster there's a there's a few guys that are already on the 40 man that you go hey matt catter said he come back up mm-hmm. hey nick mears come back up gavin hollowell so uh it could be it could be hard to do even with the two extra roster spots mm-hmm. but I, I think we're gonna see some guys i mean look they did it last year right what what did uh front office say these guys need to know where the showers are located mm-hmm. parking spots are hard to come by you need to know how to parallel park <laughs> I, I, i'm paraphrasing you might remember the details better no i think direct quotes these are direct quotes <laughs> They're direct yeah quotes. they are yes all right well you can give me you can put this direct quote on me there's no place better for buddies beers and burritos than illegal pete's yes oh my gosh today's such a good illegal pete's patio day oh absolutely. i drove past on my way in i was just like oh i want to be on that patio right now they've got misters out there today you probably don't even need it like no, in the no, shade it's so good perfect out i couldn't tell if the misters were going or not but yeah when it is super hot out those misters are whew, Mwah, if, you re- if you request it, they'll they'll probably even just put it on because look, customer service is huge. <laughs> Obviously, the taste of the burritos, yeah. the reverse nachos as well. Mm-hmm. What is the inverse nachos? I'm making it up, but what would it be? Inverse nachos. Nachos in a void. Okay, okay. Or they give you a tray and the nachos are outside the bowl, <laughs> and it's just they're not even in. Or or they they put all the toppings on the outside of the tray and the Actually, chip, chips you know come what? in the bowl. All the toppings are underneath <laughs> the chips. Dude, that's what we got to do. We got to invent new things. Like just put chips in the bowl and then just dollop all of the toppings on the tray. Yeah. And see what they say. They'll do it because they're great at what they, they do. They would do. Honestly, they would do that weird thing even <laughs> if we asked for and it. And you might even get on their Instagram page. Follow them at Illegal Pete's on Instagram because they've got tons of big events and stuff going on all year long. It's your go-to spots for burritos, beers, and buddies. 28 years and counting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, they've been they've been at it. They've been doing it for a long, Legends. darn Legends. time. Legends. Right, this is a shout-out to Danielle Allentuck, who is very happy with... Orioles and Rockies, you know, her, yep. her two teams kind of she playing had, together. She had a good matchup this weekend. And, yeah, and we got purple and orange, too, which was great. Classic the purple and orange jerseys. Classic combo. So, so good. But this is for her because she knows I love names. She's yeah. the one who pointed it out. Didn't realize it. D.L. Hall pitched on Saturday. Yeah. Is D.L. a real nickname? Like, should that have been allowed? If you were the manager of the Orioles, or maybe even you were just running the farm system, would you go... Dayton Lane, that's what DL stands for. Mm-hmm. Dayton Lane Hall. We're not. You, you can't go by DL. That does. That's not real. No. So Dayton, how are you, man? You feeling good today, Dayton? Would you put the kibosh on that, or would you accept DL as a real nickname? No. If that's if that's what you go by, then that's your name. DL. Yeah. I mean, DL Hughley would like a word. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, that's wow. true. Wow, Patrick. 
No, like you can't just like call Great someone Canadian. by a name they don't like being called. This is true. You know? This is true. All right. We, we maybe need to rank in our offseason. Top five oddest initial nicknames. DL might make top five. Yeah. He's in consideration. But you're, to your point, there's a very notable DL already in existence. There's only one RA. And that'd be RA Dickie. So yeah. he's he's a he's a lock. DL he'll be discussed. Okay. We've got so many great off season topics. Like this is going to be so a big one. So many great off season topics. But we hey we still have like <laughs> so, so, we have season left to talk we about. We're not going to talk about off season topics yet. I'm not ready for baseball season to end. I hate that like <laughs> football's already starting. Uh, like it's it's upsetting me, Patrick. Reel it in. Reel it in. You do not have your opinion is not popular about hating football to start. No, no, I don't. It's not that I hate football. It's that I hate that football practice overshadows actual in-season baseball. Well, I, 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 had, I had to point that out, your yes. take, because it's very much in the minority for most people. Yes. But I'm only also pointing that out to say I have the exact same take yeah. as we do. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't you feel like victimized. You're like, no, no, no. I'm actually coming to say, yeah, no, we're together. Let's link arms to let people know. Yes. It's, it's practice. We're it's practice. Practice? Yes. What are we talking about? Talk about practice. Yesterday at the tailgate, people were like, oh, are you going to the game? I'm like, I'm not paying to go to football practice. No. I'm not. Also, you can see Dumbo drop from outside the stadium, too. <laughs> you can see them coming in, I, I would assume. Right? I couldn't even. Do they do that for preseason? Do they need have to practice? To. Look, if they're if if you have a season ticket package, you have to buy the, I almost said spring training. You have to buy preseason games. Yes. So you better get a Dumbo drop. You know what I'm saying? You better get a gigantic flag going the wrong way. All right. So uh, before we maybe talk about the week ahead a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, we could talk for like another hour. We are talking. Could we? We, we, do, we do have the, uh, the Baltimore Orioles here right in front of the Colorado Rockies. John Angelos, owner, operating owner of the Baltimore Orioles. Mm -hmm. This guy is making Dick Monfort look like Mother Teresa. Would you agree? With everything he's done, literally just in the last month, almost. Um, uh, hold on, you, <laughs> hold on. I'm you not saying think, anything. You think John Angelos makes Dick Montfort? I'm asking you look a question. Look like Mother Teresa. Okay, you don't think that, but you're posing that question. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I think no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a bit bombastic. I think no, uh, and there's one big reason because right now the Orioles have Ooh. a fantastic product on their field. That's a great point. And the Rockies necessarily do not so they've reaped the rewards of you know whatever the hell he's been doing but we have yet to reap the rewards from whatever the hell dick montfort has been doing yeah very fair very fair yeah he uh on 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 field you you couldn't be more right off the field man this this guy is definitely putting his foot in his mouth it, it started in the offseason he basically challenged dan Connolly of the athletic of like hey this isn't the right time to talk with me about the Orioles and, and, and baseball business at an Orioles event. And that was partially because the owner doesn't talk with the media at all. So he took that opportunity and then said, hey, you know what? Fine, I'll open the books up so you can see what we're operating with, which we know teams don't do. Mm -hmm. And for their sake, probably shouldn't do. He, of course, hasn't actually followed through on that. Right. He's full of shit. Got it. Okay, full of for it. legal purposes, that's a joke. Yes. Um, uh, um, hmm. Well, I mean, how could he defend that he was... Anyway, so yeah. uh, he was obviously at the helm of the whole Kevin Brown fiasco. For anyone you know who doesn't what? remember, Great the commentator. Point. Yeah. Great point. The commentator who basically was just reading what the graphics department from his TV station had put up and the Orioles communications department yeah. had put out. And he 
try to put like a positive spin on saying, hey, but they've been obviously a lot better against Tampa Bay. He gets, you know, kind of super secret suspension for that. So weird. That is probably like you can't you can't do that. You can't do that. He's nope. uh, that actually that's giving like evil owner. Yeah, that's giving like movie villain. And then he rashes it up in the last week or so, basically saying, you know what? Um, I don't know that I want any money to fix up Camden Yards. I want what Atlanta has, like with the battery. So basically Camden Yards, the stadium that sparked a revolution mm -hmm. of new ballparks the, with the HOK. The blueprint for the, all of yes. the newer ballparks that we love today. The blueprint, well put. And yet he's like, yeah, but I can't really develop because, you know, there's a harbor over here. So I want to put the stadium somebody, somewhere else. That would else. be the worst damn thing you could do. I mean, that is everyone's, that is honestly like it's in the top five of ballparks for everyone. For a reason. It's perfect. It is. And maybe he's playing hardball, but it's like you can still play hardball without doing that publicly. And then he says prices are going to go up next year, Orioles fans. Oh, so they can pay all their young players. Who, most of which, aren't even arbitration eligible. So they're still making the league minimum. The only guy that's actually guaranteed a, a contract next year is James McCann. And I think the Mets are already paying down some of that anyway. So it's like, yeah, that's going to happen, but it really shouldn't even be happening in 2024. Well, you know what? I guess is he, you know, just saving up early? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> saving up early. I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I want like those young players to get paid. Sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. Is, well, is I mean, he... I guess how how much are prices gonna go up at the ballpark? Because prices go up everywhere. That's true. And I feel like uh, Camden Yards is one of the more affordable ballparks. I feel like you just don't even say anything. If you just want to like you pump also, up the price, you could have just not said just a do thing, it. and then have people not, react to it. You could have said nothing. That's the yeah. thing. All of this could have just been nothing not say anything say nothing you could uh, so, sometimes people need to just say less would you say he's at least the most disliked owner in baseball right now nationally or is it john fisher of the a's who's um, number uh, one on the top of that that uh that oh, list no right? i still think i still think the a's owner is definitely at the top of that list the okay. um uh, so oakland was in philly earlier this week and uh, of course, Oakland, the athletics, they used to be the Philadelphia athletics. So, you know, there's a, mm -hmm. a, a, a kinship, a oh, yeah. brotherhood, if you will. Yeah. But the mayor of Oakland went out to Philly and wore a sell the team shirt. Wow, that's kind of badass. Like, Not kind of, it is. Freak so if the mayor of your town is like traveling on the road to be like, I freaking hate these owners of this team. Also, imagine if you live in Oakland and there's a huge pothole on your street and you're trying to get someone's attention oh, to fill it in. You're like, why is my mayor in Philadelphia right now wearing a cell shirt? <laughs> Fix my pothole. I can guarantee there are so many potholes in Oakland right now that are not addressed. Oof. Oof. Really bad. Really bad. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're, they're just 1A, 1B in a sense. I think I think nationally, I, th I, I think, think John we... Angelus is probably a little bit higher right now than John Fisher. I mean, we can't forget about the red zoner. He's, he's quieted down he's a little bit. He's quieted down, yeah. He's waiting in the weeds. Oh, believe me, it, it, what he's done the last few years, it's still held against him in the rankings. But like... Nationally, we're either sports fans or baseball fans. John Angelos just can't get out of his own way. No, you he know can't. what? You hate you hate to see it. <laughs> but he got out of his own way when he came to baseball matters. That's the thing. And and yeah. we'll talk with Herb Lawrence uh, about this a little bit tomorrow mm -hmm. uh, on Monday's show. Oh, talk about gosh, a prospects Herb? of the week. 
Herb, yeah, just these owners, they have their guys and they can be a little insular. I think we know a thing or two about that uh, with front offices and owners. But Angelos got out of the way and said, we're going to hire a guy from the Houston Astros, mm -hmm. revolutionize a couple things. Sure, they lost 108 games for three consecutive full seasons. Mm -hmm. You know, they weren't, they were over 400 during the pandemic short in 2020 season. But still, there was a big game plan. He stayed out of the way, and they're reaping the rewards for it. That's what you have to do. Um, if you, uh, listen, owners, you know, they're good business guys. They might not necessarily be good baseball guys. And, uh, you know, if you have a weakness, you don't need to double down and keep trying. You can just find, <laughs> you can delegate. You can delegate and find someone who has that strength. I thought you were going to say owners be owning. Owners be owning. Sweepers be sweeping. Tip of the cap to Justin Lawrence. Figuring mm -hmm. it out. Uh, gets the win today. Doing a Great nice win. job in the nine. Great win today, uh, good, Justin Lawrence. Good for him to get that. Do you think the bullpen's woes are, are going to continue? I mean, it, it can't at the rate that it's been of, you know, six consecutive six well, innings or later it was a bad week not a bad life Ooh, okay. so you I know like that. yeah so it'll get better i think it'll get better but i think you know the issue is still like this isn't this the best arms in this bullpen have already been overworked and the other best arms got traded away mm -hmm. to contenders these things just happen these That's things it. just happen couldn't agree more. That's uh, baseball, as uh, uh, someone we know likes to say. Well, someone we know also just managed his 1,000th game yes. today. Yes. Uh, Great. Way to, way to set me up. Black. This is good. Yeah. Harry Ralston, 1,000 games, um, joins only Clint Hurdle, as far as Rockies managers, mm -hmm. with 1,000 or more games. Yeah. Um, and, and he gets he, a win. And he gets a win, which is, you know what? Thank God. What a great celebration. <laughs> also, only 11 managers have reached that 1,000 uh, mark right. point with two different teams. He's now, now number... Buddy is, He's number 12. He's number I love 12. that. I love He's that for 12. him. Yeah, obviously 1,300 plus games with the Padres from 2007 to 2015. Now, you tell me, uh -huh. I'm going to give you two groups with these 11 other managers. Okay. You tell me which one Bud Black belongs in. Does he belong with the non-Hall of Fame managers right now? And that is Gene Mock, Bobby Valentine, Jim Leland, who does have a case as a former Rocky, Clint Hurdle. So actually, there's there's four, and then two active guys that we'll talk about here in a second. Is he does he belong on that list, or does he belong on the Hall of Fame list of five guys? Leo DeRocher, Bill McKechnie of the Pittsburgh Pirates, Tony Larusa, Sparky Anderson, or Bucky Harris of the Washington Centers. I mean, this isn't personal against Bud Black, no. but he's not a he's not a Hall of Fame manager. Okay. He's he's still in the Hall of Very Good because look he's that list. A, he's a Hall of Fame dude. Bobby V, Jim Leland. Clint Hurdle. Personality-wise, Hall of Fame. And and for folks that go, all right, yeah, Hurdle, 2007, great, went to the World Series, but then he was out in 2009. That was Jim Tracy's team. He did he did uh, manage the Pirates to three consecutive postseason appearances, mm -hmm. something that that team has yet to to get back to. Mm -hmm. And you know, all, mo through much of the 90s and the, all of the 2000s, have been a uh, really bad franchise. So mm -hmm. Hurdle kind of put that organization back on track, at least for a, a small period of time before he had to go up against Madison Bumgarner and Jake Arrieta, who were just dominant in those wild card games. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that that's right. So the two active guys, Bruce Bochy mm -hmm. and Terry Francona, I think both those guys are getting in the hall, right? E easily Hall of Fame guys. Like yeah. the Hall of Fame doesn't mean anything if they don't end up in it. Yeah, I think I think Bochi more so than Francona, but I think Francona still deserves to get in. Do you think Francona has done this year? I don't know if you heard some you, of the quotes and stuff. Yeah, I I wonder, I wonder what would he be doing if he wasn't 
managing a baseball team. He do, he can't do anything else. He could be special assistanting. He can't even keep track of like where his scooter is. <laughs> no, no, he can't. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah I I I kind of w worry that maybe it is, but of course you know he's had his you know health struggles and right. Oh man, he's uh such a such a fun dude. Yeah, he's already such scheduled shoulder surgery in the off season plans to have a pair of hernia operations at the end of the year. He did say, "quote I need to get healthy for my life. This lifestyle is just too difficult." And and, and it is. It's yeah. it's a grind for the managers too, man. It really, it really is. So. It really is. Hopefully he's all right. Yeah, no, that's a lot of surgery, though. That's a lot to recover from, yep. especially at his age. <laughs> that's a lot. I, I was thinking about saving uh, our Atlanta preview for for tomorrow's show, but we'll touch on it anyway. Let's I touch do, on it. Because I do, I do want to get your, your thoughts on the mm -hmm. reunion with tons of Rockies. Huge reunion. Huge reunion so coming many. up. So many former Rockies. If you, Some very recent former Rockies but yeah this will be I mean we'll see Sam Hilliard again we will see you know Pierce Johnson Brad Hand right, so put a pin who in that for I right now who am I forgetting all right so that you, okay, you, you gave people you gave people a hint you gave them three oh, here's what okay. you're gonna do if you're listening to this or watching this if you're watching it live you can't pause but pause it then give us a review immediately wherever you listen to this as a podcast or give us a thumbs up review on YouTube uh, DNVR sports channel and also jot down how many you can name those are three. I guarantee you there's at least three other guys that everyone out there will have forgotten. You got a good head start. Susie's helping you out here. I mean, I could think of a big one that I just looked up um, to see if he was like even still around. All right. So you had a name. I was like, how did you look it up? I was like, you no, Googled no, like earlier today. former Atlanta. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I looked up like a specific guy earlier today. Okay. Um, uh, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to like give any hints people the chat's blowing up a little bit here folks with their their suggestions so again if you're watching live jump in or even after the fact go ahead and do that casey uh appreciate you saying uh you're enjoying the show that it's a great show again leave us that uh, review anywhere you listen to podcasts or live here on the dmvr sports channel all right so the coaching staff has three exactly you go Who? all right bench coach walt weiss got it most people have that yeah you, you would have had it too yeah First base coach, Eric Young Sr. Yeah, oh, of course, of course. Those are gimmies. Those are the gimmies. Uh, catching coach, most of y'all forgot. Very short amount of time with the Rockies. Sal Fasano. That's a... Deep cut. That's a deep cut. I like to call that a, a rando. <laughs> kind of he's a rando. A, he's a rando. He's a rando. Uh, minor leaguers, which I won't count, but if you get it, you do get a bonus point. So we got Derek Rodriguez, who he was only a spring training invite last year. So okay. it doesn't exactly count, right? Yeah. These guys are in AAA. Charlie Culberson. Triple yes. A, Joshua Fuentes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know what? I'm giving you two points on that because everybody knows how I feel about Joshua Fuentes. Oh it's my kind god, of my guy. Joshua! That's two. That's, that was that was a two for. That was a good one. And, that was a good one. And never played with the Rockies, but he was a huge piece of that Sungwano trade back in 2018. Forrest Wall. Forest Wall. Diehards know. That is no. who I was thinking. Yeah, Forest Wall. Yard goat, right? For Forest a bit. Wall. Forest Wall was a yard goat. Forest Wall was a yard goat. And uh, the thing mm. that I just remember the most about Forest Wall was that he got traded to 
the uh, Blue Jays organization yep. while their affiliate was in town. So he did the walk across. Another one of those. Yeah. The Fisher Cats. Yeah. And like his whole family was in town. It was like a whole thing. He did debut earlier this year, which he was uh, awesome. And he did. Uh, he got a double for his first big league hit. And, and stole two bases in well, four games. Well, because he's good. a guy he's been grinding for so long. He's like another one of those, like not quite Witten Bernard level, but like, yeah, he's grinded for such a long time. Excited to see him finally debut. Yeah, that's that's awesome. You love yeah. that. Now, injured players, your guy Sam Hilliard there, you named it. Heel contusion for him. Mm -hmm. Then we've got Pierce Johnson and Brad Hand. Mm -hmm. Here's where there's going to be the two more. Now, I've said it before. Do you remember who is one of the most oft-forgotten names from that 2020 season that no one remembers. I don't they acquired remember. him in the trade. I couldn't even watch the 2020 season because I worked in morning news. Ooh. Like, I was... Uh, that was, like, my few hours to sleep. So I, I didn't even watch any baseball in 2020. Kind of a good season to miss, though. So well done on that because you only missed 60 games. Exactly. And, and you missed... He, he was a trade uh, deadline acquisition. Kevin Pillar. Folks, Kevin Pillar, Colorado Rockies. But I just yes. like I didn't see it, so I don't believe it. <laughs> even the Susie, even the people who did don't believe it either. <laughs> and then another one going back even further. I want to say he was a Rocky in like 2013, a decade ago. He was actually even traded for Eric Young Jr. Colin McHugh, reliever. Brief, very brief. So tons of guys with those Colorado ties. It's crazy. So many Colorado ties. And. Well, it's the reverse because we've got this person and Atlanta is going to be excited to see Kelsey Winger. Of course. Of course. Of course. Like that. They will love her forever. They will. Yeah. They will. Uh, and we would love it if you joined us over on Twitter because we're having so much fun. That's where we have a great discourse. If you are a member, if you're a diehard and you get yourself signed up, jump into the diehards only discord because the people in there, I absolutely love. And it's getting to the point now where... They're saying things that make me go, I hadn't even thought of that. They're so they're sharp. They're it's, on it. It's a high it's level. It's like it's like actually very high level baseball combo. And I kind of hope that people aren't intimidated because it's like, oh, I gotta hang out with these these folks that are chiming in with these really good oh, no, points. You can be an there's idiot a fun too. aspect. Oh yeah, there's a fun aspect too of Don't worry, I'm in there, so you can be an idiot in the Discord too. And what's cool is too, because <laughs> of all the diehards that are in there, again, tip of the cap to everybody in the diehards only yeah. Discord. Someone will ask a question about like, hey, how much longer is this guy until he's a free agent? Somebody will chime in and say, Hey, here's the deal with that. And so like uh, I couldn't be prouder. We've got smart baseball fans in there. I couldn't and be that's prouder. The, that's the most fun. The, the, like, we're that. like proud parents. We are. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> hang out with us on Twitter. Send us your picture of you in Little League, Little League World Series. Oh, Is it over some, yet? We, can we you see little... if you can find a score? Did oh, California let's look win? It, up. Let's look it, it up. was going on as we uh, as we started the show. I know Cal uh, California was up two to one against Jerks and Profar's Willemstad Curacao. I. Is he going to get some more bad news? Uh, I think the game's still going on. You know what? Yeah. The, the thing about Little League World Series is that um, uh, the updates aren't as like frequent as a Major League Baseball game. We're in the final inning. We're in the sixth. Curacao got four runs in the top of the fifth. So it's 5-5. Five, five. So this game is a game. Okay. All right. Yeah, so... We Go over, watch that, and yeah. then join us on Twitter mm -hmm. at DNVR underscore Rockies at Patrick D. Lines, where I'm at. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Susie, you have single-handedly, I mean, Hunter Goodman too, but who cares about him? You have single-handedly <laughs> given us all of the momentum coming back from your Tampa yes. trip with this week. Back at home, three against Atlanta, off day Thursday, three against Bo Bichette's. 
Toronto Blue Jays first time back at Coors Field since mm-hmm. the All-Star game. He hasn't played a regular season game there. Mm-hmm. As you remember, he got called up just after the Blue Jays came in 2019. So thank you for that momentum, but unfortunately, it's not enough. You know why? Uh, Patrick, I have no freaking clue why. <laughs> because your momentum is only as good as your next show. Thankfully, it's going to be a great one at 1 p.m. tomorrow on the DNVR Sports Channel right here live on YouTube.